Oh, we gotta come up with another opening bit. But you know what? I'm over it. Son of a gun. I was gonna say that. You always get the punchline. I okay. never get the punchline. <laughs> okay, wait. I'll protect your universe and make a mess to make it worse. But time will only tell you and no one else. So I never get the punchline. Oh, I guess you don't. No. <laughs> so our opening, we didn't have an opening bit planned, and then we took April for a walk. <laughs> and we were like, we'll talk about it while we're walking April before we record. And then April went to the bathroom, and something so disgusting came out of her that I'll save you all the details. <laughs> Jessica Poor didn't. Puppy. Jessica didn't see it. And if you really got to know, hit up those DMs. Oh, wow. Hit up those DMs and ask what hashtag what came out of April's butt. But it disgusted me so much to the core. And she was fine. She had no idea it happened. But it disgusted me so much to the core that I was like shaken and I'm still a little shaken. And I was like, I'm not over it. And Jessica was like, that could be the opening bit. And then I tried recording that. And it's so disgusting. I couldn't make it funny at all. But I still had to talk about it. This is still my this is still my therapy because this week we're talking about (laughs) therapy. No, this week we're talking about over it, and um, petition to rename this song twenty twenty because I'm over it. That's why we picked it. However, the pandemic isn't over just because you're over it. So wear your masks. (laughs) Good point. Wear your masks. Wash your hands. You should have been washing your hands anyway. People who don't wash their hands are gross. Yes, that's true. That's from when this all started. I'm like, because, yeah, early, early, like in March, early in the pandemic, as far as it hitting America, I remember there being like a news report that's like 40% of men admit they wash their hands. And I'm like, all the other sixty, they it was some, should be it washing was, it their have, hands. They can all, all go to them. they can all go to hell. All that sixty percent of men can literally go to hell. They're they're I mean they were monsters before the pandemic. They're 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 imbeciles now. Whichever ones of them don't wash their hands, it's so stupid. It's so stupid not to wash your hands always. I'm okay with chasing off the the grody listeners. Yeah, I'm perfectly fine offending. You, if you don't wash your hands. (laughs) I'm perfectly willing to have a mask discussion, but I'm not going to talk to you. I'm not going to. This is where I stand politically. This is the hill I die on. (laughs) Like, I'm willing to open discourse on masks. I say we wear them all the time. but That's your policy, not mine. If you want to have the discourse on it, we can have the discourse on it. If you go, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, that sounds familiar, but I remember. I never once washed. You can take this job and fill it. And another thing, I never once washed my hands. That's your policy, not mine. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I'm good shedding. We've already, I'm sure we've already shed a lot of different people of Christian beliefs here and there with things we've said. So I'm perfectly willing Is to Is not shed. washing your hands a Christian belief? No, I'm just saying the political <laughs> hill I'm willing to stand on is people who think they don't have to wash their hands after the bathroom. That's good. That's good. It's a good. It's a good hill. It's a good hill. You keep fighting the good fight. So we do have one voicemail. Nice. And let's see if it's about washing your hands. 
is the man that you cannot see his socks. Um, so some thoughts on Marigold. Uh, I think, um, you know, it's about, uh, Matt Tyson and his, his mother. Um, and, uh, you know, so it's about him and her, but of course, you know, if, if, if you're speaking from his perspective, um, you know, the pronouns and the way you would say that would be it's me and her. Um, so, you know, meander, you might say. So I think that's where he gets the, this is a meandering song. Meander. That's, that's all. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> if you didn't listen to Marigold last week, <laughs> one of the few times Reliant K has played it live was before Air for Free came out. And Matt Thiessen said, this song's a little meandering. Here it is. It's called Marigold. And I was like, meandering? That sounds like an insult to your own song. But that makes a sense. It, that makes sense. It's a meandering song. Yep. Totally willing to go with that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm trying to think of anything else that might have come up in the last week about Marigold. Uh, not about that, things. but merch. Oh, that's right. Big announcement. Yes, we have merchandise. I went ahead and started a tea Public store with just the basic podcast logo and we have other logo and i mean other art for merch and stuff like that yeah i'm just kind of testing the waters yeah just kind of testing the waters of of t public i really didn't want i really wanted we got to do something print on demand for now we got to see how it goes yeah we have to see how many how many people actually want merch before we can commit to like buying you know 100 t-shirts or whatever i've been looking into other companies as well and i know like podcasts that we're friends with and podcasts that i listen to that we don't know personally what stores they use but yeah i just went with t public for now and we could switch it up later i don't like Redbubble. <laughs> jessica's actually had jessica has a red bubble store and she just mm-hmm. has some like quick pieces of fun art that she wanted to put on a t-shirt for right and she and so she threw them on Redbubble. i tried to do the same thing but Redbubble, their layout is just so confusing t public actually like made it all really simple like i don't know yeah. once i uploaded the art when i tried redbubble like personally like with like mm-hmm. meme pictures that i owned 100 percent of the copyright I, tr- I was like oh this would be a fun picture and i have a fun shirt and i tried to put it on redbubble i'm like redbubble is so confusing you got to pick something for every single item it's like can i just say only sh-? it was yeah i hated it oh you can pick what what you can and can't make i know redbubble. but it was just like like all the clicking and all them yeah i don't know <laughs> I know. You have to I, add tags and stuff too, so that people can. Yeah, can find like you it. have tags and stuff on T Public, but they just like streamlined. It's like Redbubble and T Public. This is our welcome to our print on demand podcast. <laughs> Redbubble and T Public are basically the same thing, but I just found that T Public's like backend design center thing was way more streamlined than Redbubble's. So, gotcha. anyway, check it out. Right now, I do. Uh, right now, I have it. You can get phone cases. You can get masks. You can get notebooks. You can get t-shirts. You can get t-shirts. You can get one type of kid shirt. The other type of kid shirt looked really bad. Like it made it, it forced the logo to be like a tiny little oh, thing on the middle of the chest. That would be in the middle of the child's chest plate. I was like, that, that's strange. I don't want that. Yeah. 
Um, We've already sold a couple shirts and a couple masks. Yes, we so sold at least two stuff. more than I meant to, because they were like, "Oh, we got to buy some for ourselves." Because you know, as far as I'm aware, you don't get like a maker discount on T Public. You just buy your if you want no, your own shirt, yeah. you just got to buy your shirt, and then you get the money back from your own margin. So it's like a rebate. Yeah, I almost. think you get like it's like a one or two dollar margin yeah. or something. But by the time you hear this, by the time you hear this, I guess when you first upload art, it's it's like it's like it's 25 seven, it said 72 hours um and t-shirts were like 35 percent off or something right. and um mugs were like 11 percent off or something random like that yeah. so we were like oh let's get ourselves a mug of our own podcast and let's and i bought uh, some masks i bought one mask you bought one yeah about one mask because we're never if one of us wears a Sadie Hawkins pod mask, we're not both going to wear a Sadie Hawkins pod mask. If one of us wears a t-shirt of our own podcast, we're not both going to wear a t-shirt of our own podcast at the same day. But I accidentally bought myself two of the exact same shirt. <laughs> and by the time we realized it, yeah. we could not go back and edit the order. Because Jessica was like, oh, because we get an email every time we make a shirt, uh, any merch sale from Public." And she's like, oh, I saw we made another sale. And I was like, really? And she's like, yeah, well, there's one more there than, you know, we would have bought. And I looked, I'm like, can you, it's your, it's your account. It's, we used your account to order. Can you check? And she checked and she's like, yep, you bought yourself two shirts by mistake. (laughs) So maybe in the future, if anyone else out there is a double XL, there'll be a special giveaway for, we'll do a special contest. And all you have to do is tell us. Or it's, yeah, where it's rigged, and if you wear a double XL, you win. <laughs> well, then the one problem with T Public is that our particular shade of blue from our usual logo is not available in a shirt. It's available in all the merch, but it's not available in a shirt. So eventually, I might check out some other site later if they have our sort of. It's I don't know what you call that blue that we picked. It's like. It's it's like it's our a little kitchen, darker right? than it is. Yeah, it's a little darker than a teal. It's a little. It's got a little bit more of a hint of green to it than a teal. Um, I just picked. I just went on. Like every Danny's looking around. Everything in our kitchen is like is like teal or like Tiffany blue. Like we've never, everything. We've never talked about the creation of our logo. If anybody cares, but let's just talk about it. <laughs> no one cares, Danny. I just Jessica. So we created our logo. And I was like, I want to do the font from two lefts, right? That was my idea. Yeah. And then I, so I downloaded that. It's called Cooper. That's the name of the font. It's called Cooper. So I downloaded that font. And then I just started with the square because I'm like, well, it's going to be square artwork on the podcast. And I just, so I typed it out. And by default, the three layers just looked good. Like the three lines that mm-hmm. automatically when I hit enter tw- uh, twice, I was just like, that just looks good right there in the middle. I like that. And then I picked a background color and I picked a couple different background colors. I'm like, which of these looks good? And I had like a darker blue and maybe even a lighter blue than we have now. And Jessica picked the blue out of like the options that I gave her. And then it was my call just to put the dot. It just seemed like a 2000s thing that a band would do. (laughs) So I just did the dot just for the heck of it. And then, um, yeah, and then that was our logo. And Jessica's actually like, at first she was like, there's not enough in it. There's got to be like more it to now. it than that. I know because it's because <laughs> I I hope that it just it's big. I've seen people with podcast art that's so complicated mm-hmm. that and the details are so tiny that you don't catch it when you're scrolling through. 
And I just wanted anyone to see the words Sadie Hawkins pod and hopefully connect to people who know Reliant K and be like, oh, is that Reliant K related? Because, you know, we didn't put the name of the band in our podcast, like Jimmy Eat Pod or Magnified Pod or This Might Be a Podcast. I'm or sure Blake lots of people who are big fans of of the dance are like, oh, yeah. this, is, this must be about school dances. Let's listen to this exactly. podcast. Wait a minute. But yeah, so many podcasts. Or is this like a feminist podcast or something? Right. Nope. So, um, yeah, that's the background. That's the secret <laughs> origin. We should have saved that as a Patreon episode. <laughs> you people are getting the good stuff for free. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, the name came to us immediately. The only difference was <laughs> I was not 100% sure if it should be Sadie Hawkins cast or Sadie Hawkins pod. Because cast is more syllabically similar to dance. No, I don't like it. But Jessica didn't like it. Mm, And I thought it would also set us apart from things that are nowadays called pod. Like everyone has the word pod in their podcast. But Jessica didn't like it. It's my fault. Plus, SHC isn't as nice an acronym. When you're a band, you have to think about your acronym. <laughs> like, Jimmy World did not think about their acronym before they started their band. Because you, you can't really say their acronym or type it online without people being like, what did you say? Any other top of the show business? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> so. So this week we're talking about over Sorry. <laughs> yes. There's a quality to the song. There's like a background layer of piano in parts of this um, that sound a little like a theme song to like a heartwarming 80s or 90s sitcom. Yeah. I like how in the album, Over It is in this little duology of like laid back chill songs along with therapy. You got therapy and you got Over It. Like, Over It is a little bit more chilled, and it's a little bit more jazzy. But whereas Therapy, I talked about how that reminds me of a Bruce Hornsby song. And Bruce Hornsby is very is very jazz, but he's basically like adult contemporary jazz rock. And then you got this, which is sort of this jazzy, like, yeah, sitcom style, like sort of laid back, slightly 70s-ish. I get sort of a 70s, 80s vibe from this. And then you're broken right out of it with the fastest song on the album with That's Sahara. That's the thing is when I, was, when I was thinking about this, I was like, okay, it's not a trilogy. It's not a little trilogy. It's not like a suite of laid back songs. I do not think therapy is laid back at all. I don't well, no, read no, that. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get what you mean. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an upbeat song. It's, it's got a quick tempo. But it is not like a raucous song, you know what I mean? It's not like the first three songs on this album. It's not like Sahara. It's not like a full-ahead rocker. It is, but then again, as I compare and, and feel in my heart that Therapy is like a Bruce Hornsby song, Bruce Hornsby songs, like, that's, you know, everyone knows that's the way it is, but like Mandolin Rain and stuff, they're laid-back, chill songs that have an upbeat sort of tempo. So, yes, there just, it kind of depends on how you hear, how therapy hits your ear. It's right in the middle, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're in the mood for something sort of, it's not, okay, it's not, it's not chill, but it's laid back. Therapy is not chill, but I feel like the phrase laid back works for therapy. So you kind of have this slightly upbeat, laid back song like therapy leads into this even more chill laid back song, like over it. And then you get into this 
like April disagrees with you. No, she's agreeing with me. She's going, yeah, yeah. She's your hype man. That's what her barks mean. What are you doing? (laughs) She's barking at the crickets that are surrounding us. Yeah, because we're in the cabin. Mm Mm-hmm. Cabin in the woods, ooh. <laughs> oh yeah. Cabin in the woods, oh yeah. What? A, that's a deep cut. <laughs> yeah, that didn't. The 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 Evil, <laughs> the Evil Dead, Dead musical, musical from like the late from the late two thousands. Yeah. From like two thousand seven or something. We never saw it live. I downloaded a like a bootleg VHS <laughs> that someone shot of a show, and the thing was like the Evil Dead stage musical is like the songs overall aren't catchy. They all have a like Matt Thiessen should write the should write a new book for the Evil Dead stage musical because like all of the songs are just like the same sort of doo-woppy based rock and roll thing, but they're all this like same cookie cutter template to each song basically sounded the same. And they they're all like Moana. Talk, they are like Moana, and they all talked of and every single lyric was an on-the-nose thing of what they're thinking and saying yeah. right now. There was no artistic... The one good song. It's Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> because it's, like, actually got a hook and stuff. Yeah. Like, I can't remember any other hooks. We listened to the whole soundtrack when we did a drive from New Jersey to Chicago. And we were like, none of this is sticking other than the one big song. <laughs> so over it. If over it was in the Evil Dead musical, that would be great. <laughs> and it would... always. Oh, uh, what if? what if we did, like, a... Like an Evil Dead Forget Not Slow Down crossover where he's in the cabin and he's like out in the country just to drive. He and then starts he, reading the Book of the Dead. And he, yeah, he starts reading the Book of the Dead and then he goes out for a drive just to drive. But then he reaches the bridge and it's been torn nice. down. And he's like, why won't you let me leave? Damn you! Or whatever. I can't remember what he says when he finds the bridges out. Anyway, um, I don't have a ton to say about this song. I, re- I do like it. Um, it is out of probably everything on this album. It's and r- 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 I don't want this to become a controversy. It is a perfect album. It's probably the last rung song for me out of everything. Interesting. You know, I'm sorry. Like that's, but it on a curve. It's like way up there in. It's it's half. It's probably halfway up there in all of Reliant K songs. I've never categorized. I never put every Reliant K song in order. Right? Maybe that's something we'll do someday, or as we get closer to the end of the list. But it's the only song that I probably skip more than any other song. With. You don't have that sax at the end? Is that sax? It's some sort of wind instrument. I think that is a saxophone. Yep, I do think that's a saxophone. And then that like dreamlike vocal fade out. It's very uh, Savannah. Yeah, so good. It's really good. It is a really good song, but it is just on the curve, on the forget and not slow down. You put sax in any song and it becomes a perfect song, Danny. So you love, you love Bruce Springsteen. Oh, I forgot about Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> sure, he's okay. I don't have anything against Bruce Springsteen. I've just never thought to listen to Bruce Springsteen. I, I know mean, I shouldn't have been allowed to live in New Jersey for, what was that, like a year? <laughs> so please understand that I mean on the forget and not slow down curve. I gotcha. It's the last wrong for me out of all of those songs. It's kind of the song I forget them. And it's part of the reason why I picked it. That I picked it this week. For two reasons. One, I was like, over it. That sounds good in terms of where the world is today and how over it we are with everything. But also, I was in this mode of like, we were trying to pick for the next few weeks out. 
And I was like, we got to pick some songs that we wouldn't jump to. Because I was like, we keep picking songs we either really like or have strong things to talk about. I'm like, we need to pick. I, I deliberately went and looked and I'm like, let me pick a song that when I look at the title, it doesn't immediately jump to my mind because it's maybe a song I don't know a ton about. Nice. Leave some of those pearls for later. But I really do like this song. That just... door creaking at the end, mm-hmm. creaking closed at the end. I wonder what the symbolism is behind the door closing at the end of this song. It's like a little more than halfway through the album. And it's the kind of thing that you would think that would be at the end of If You Want It. Like closing the door on that chapter, leaving the cabin, finally moving on. And it's not like a side A, side B thing because the vinyl is, it's a double vinyl. And this song is sandwiched between you know, therapy and and uh, Sahara. Is there a door closing, though? I think it just, it sounded, I hadn't, I just listened to it again a little while ago, and it sounded like it was just the door opening. Could be a door opening. I, I don't know if there's a, that sound of it the sounds like some. It sounds like someone's walking away. It definitely, you hear footsteps, and you hear a door open, but I don't think you hear the latch of a door closing. So I don't know if it represents something, if it represents... But it creaks and then it goes... Does it? Yeah. Let me double... Let me hear it. Let's hear it. Let's listen to it together right now. (laughs) Just the last part. It's hard to tell because... I guess it's just an it's, opening. It's a yeah. swinging of a door. It's not in the track itself, but then it goes right into Sahara. And if it's buried under that opening chord of Sahara, it's hard to tell. I mean, maybe if we put it in like some sort of audio program that like like right. messes with channels right. or something. Um, but you can see my socks did comment about the fact that this is one of... He's, at first he said one of two songs that has that has a door sound and the other being Deathbed. And then... So maybe that's why they didn't want to put it like... I mean, I don't know the, the intention behind it or if it does or doesn't actually click shut. But maybe they just wanted to... Um, they didn't want to have it... Does, does Deathbed end with that? Like, did they not want to have another album in a row to end with that? With the sound of a door, yeah. maybe. Oh, and another thing I did have to say about this song that now that made me think of it, but I'm still looking. Okay, I just wanted to find, you can see my Sox's tweet. So he says, Over It and Deathbed both have door opening closing sounds. I think there's at least one more song of theirs that has the same thing. And then I said... What's that? Sa- and, I, and I said this because I was like, maybe this is the song he's talking about. But I was I didn't go back and listen to it. I'm like, what's the sound at the beginning of the song collapsible lung? Because it sounds like a door hitting billiard balls. That's always what you know what I'm talking about. No, because <laughs> you don't like this, which does not make sense because it is a very good song. And I think you're you're grading it on the curve of collapsible lung. This is a really great song. But here's the opening. Where's that thing? It, you you were talking over it, I think. I guess it's just a clicking sounds, sound. Yeah, it's a clicking. So maybe like a tape recorder or like a like a, a pool cue hitting billiard balls yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So 
I don't know. <laughs> now I'm confused. <laughs> I don't know. I thought I didn't actually go back and double check collapsible lung when I tweeted that. Maybe it's later in the song. Who knows? But yeah, one thing I thought about this song in terms of what you were just saying about how like maybe they didn't maybe they didn't put this song towards the end of the album because they didn't want two back to back albums with a door closing at the end. Is I was thinking that I haven't. You've done this more than me, but in terms of like listening to forget and not slow down like beginning to end non-stop and kind of putting the whole story together in your mind get, mm-hmm. like absorbing the whole narrative like solidly yeah this would that like if this if this song was written later or whatever like if that is him like leaving the cabin or whatever then yeah. it would kill my theory that it is like a rock opera and the stages of a of grief of a post breakup right because the whole sentiment of this song, and maybe we'll dig deeper into the lyrics and see if this is a correct idea, but it seems like it's about getting over the bad things that have happened. And, and it could be like, I'm over it, the door is now closing. Right. Um. Because the whole album is about grief of the loss of relationship. And then you have a song, and in, but you know, you, in each any individual song can be interpreted in different ways outside of that bigger picture. But when I put it together in the bigger picture of the whole album, it's like somebody saying, I lost this relationship, I messed up, I've done some bad stuff, but I'm over it, I'm finally getting over it, and it's in the past. But then other songs that come later on the album refute that sentiment, right? So this song would have almost made sense at the end of the album... But that's what you go through during a breakup where you're like, you're like, no, it's over it. Like, I hate this person. Oh, no, I want them back. Oh, no, I'm done. Oh, no, I want them back. Okay, no, I'm over it. But like, if you want me back, I'll still be there, you know? And then finally, the end is being like, you know what? This is the end if you want it to be the end. And just moving on. Yeah. I mean, you could almost reconstruct this story the the story of this album using this is the end you could keep this is the end as the end of the story or you could make this the end of the story but yeah i see how this could be like sort of like a false i'm over it mm-hmm. in the larger picture of the story C- contained in and of itself if you like are trying to get over something it it it's a good song it feels like a good song to listen to to be like yeah i'm finally over it but in the forget and not slow down rock opera it's this is really like the end of act two or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like the door opening, could maybe the door opening really didn't signify anything right. when they put it in there. <laughs> maybe it just kind of happened the way that that weird clicking sound just happens in collapsible lung. And I don't know. Like, I, I feel like so deathbed has to, in this particular yeah. album though. I was going to say deathbed as a song has to all be completely intentional, but like, who knows, maybe they just kind of captured that sound and they were like, we're going to put this in here somewhere. And they just kind of picked a spot where it felt right, where it felt tonally, emotionally right, even if it didn't maybe make sense in terms of actual, like, lyrical emotion, just like musical emotion. It right. felt right to put that sound yeah. at the end of that song, right before leading into Sahara. Maybe it has more to do because it sounds cooler going into that opening guitar riff of Sahara. Or because you don't even necessarily hear the door shut completely mm-hmm. it could just be like the door is still you know it's open a crack it's still you know right he's over it but he's not really over it right at that point that could be something there as well yeah um this is uh, like lyrically this is a beautiful song as well as like in the instrumentals this is a beautiful song that is about struggling to find yourself and kind of trying to find your identity in someone else and it goes 
from another brilliant Reliant K song about figuring out who you are or like who the narrator is to being sort of a song about like pining and then it ends up kind of edging on bitterness mm-hmm. the further you go into it. Um, that first verse, I love it so much. I'll admit to who I am. The day I come to understand, I haven't got a clue. Been searching for a few years now. It's again, relatable Reliant K. Yeah. And this is a super common theme in Matt Thiessen's yeah. lyrics. Uh, aside from just this one particular album that he's always singing about improving himself or who he is, yeah. who he's been. This is like a, this is, yeah, this is classic to, Reliant you know, K. Move on, get over some something from some the mistake past. yeah trying to make uh, figure out who he is who he should be that sort of thing trying to make reparations for some problem some buddy he hurt in his relationships so i never got a chance to really deep dive into the lyrics aside from the part that you just read metro lyrics i don't know about you okay hazy lyrics i don't know about we, you we either. have right here the um, oh jessica's got the vinyl lyric sheet insert, out right yeah. there so let's see if uh, I'll read out loud from Genius, and you can tell me if it's correct as <laughs> okay. you as you read against the uh, the vinyl. I'll admit to who I am the day I come to understand. I haven't got a clue. Been searching for a few years now. If I don't repeat myself, then I'll change into someone else. Well, I don't quite know who, but I've been searching for a few years now. I'm over it. Yeah, behind me now. I'm over it. Over it, yeah, I'm finding out. I'm just over it. No, I don't know what's over just yet. I won't go slow, and time can let the mind forget. Oh, that's... How many other songs have the word forget in forget and not slow down? I'll do that. I'll do that search later. (laughs) Uh, Don't tell me you don't know already, is the post-chorus. I'll protect your universe or make a mess to make it worse, but time will only tell you and no one else. So I'm over it. Yeah, and I'll skip that part. It's the same. Bridge. Oh, the bridge is long. (laughs) I didn't realize how long the bridge is. You say you made up your mind and you finally decided, but those that helped you choose haven't the slightest clue as to the magnitude of what you're about to lose. See, now that's a part, that's a lyric I absolutely didn't discern from listening to the song. And I think I get right away what that means. Um, I'm guarded and therefore I can endure a little bit more, just a little bit more than some people who would, if not misunderstood. I'm still attempting to be egoless while self-assured. I did always understand that lyric, so I'm glad I got that right. If If I'm still unsure, then I'm pretty sure... That I'm pretty sure, God, you know I'm good. And I feel like the rest is all repeating. Okay, so I'm so I'm glad I read that all out loud because the one part that I definitely never discerned just from listening to the song was, you say you made up your mind and you finally decide. This probably isn't hard to hear if you just pay attention, but it's probably just a part of the song I didn't pay attention and just was like grooving with the song. You say you made up your mind and you finally decided, but those that helped you choose haven't the slightest clue as to the magnitude of what you're about to lose. That's the part that gets like that, like that's the kind of bitter part, the like the jab. And that's so clearly about the breakup in his real life. And it's very, very, very similar to come right out and say it. 
Oh, that sentiment yeah. is almost that's the identical sentiment. It's the identical sentence. But this is a hard sentence to say. <laughs> it is an identical sentiment. Oh my gosh! Sentiment. You, I just can't say the word identical and the word sentiment next to each other. I can say them apart, but I can't say them together. Um, to that to to that song because they're both about like. Now I can't think of the lyrics to come right out and say it. <laughs> But it's a breakup song and it's like you're gonna you know the sentiment of that song is like you're gonna realize all the things you lost and here he is saying the exact same thing in this song although i would say come right out and say it is all a breakup i mean the whole all of forget not slow down's breakup songs right but the focus of over it is not like you are making a mistake by breaking up with me that's the focus of come right out and say it the focus of come right out and say it is this is a mistake you shouldn't be breaking up with me the the just the bridge of this song has that like additional theme, but most of it is about trying to cure yourself and figure yourself out and figure out how to move forward. Yeah. I always got the lyric though, now that I read it out loud about the trying to be self-assured without being with, uh, while being egoless. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that's what he was saying. And that is what he was saying. And I always thought that was a nice lyric because it's, yeah, like, you know, sometimes you, want to have self-confidence but you feel guilty having self-confidence because right. you think you're not yeah. supposed to because <laughs> you're like am i being a sociopath or something having this much self-confidence right now and then you feel guilty so like whether that's exactly what matteson is feeling or not that still connects to that idea i feel like there's a genius note here so let's see what they say when i clicked i still attempt to be egoless while being self-assured uh, Bumblebee5653, three years ago, said, I think this is Matt asserting some self-assurance, as unbiased as he can, that while it may have been his flaws that sparked all this mess, he's still pretty good, and she'll miss him just as he does her. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. So whether or not you're talking about a relationship, I guess in this context to say... I'm still attempting to be egoless, egoless without being while being self-assured. He's talking about specifically in a relationship and this particular situation, but that's a that's an idea that can focus on all kinds of situations where you want to have self-assurance in all kinds of situations or in life or like you just feel cute today, might delete later. Right. <laughs> but you're like <laughs> do I have too much ego right now feeling that way? Yeah, and it's like the lines before that, I'm guarded and therefore I can endure a little bit more, just a little bit more than some people would, mm-hmm. if not misunderstood. So I think that that's also like him saying like, I could, you know, I can I can come back into this. We can try it again, maybe. Like, mm-hmm. I can endure more of this. I can endure more waiting while you try to get over this. Mm-hmm. You know, that sort of thing, maybe. I'm also just kind of surprised at the line about because I didn't know this line was in here. Uh, those that helped you choose haven't the slightest clue to the magnitude of what you're about to lose. Like, I didn't realize there's a thing in here like, your friends are leading you wrong. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of surprised to find that in there. I didn't really... A lot of the covers that I will figure... I can't remember right now how they were. But a lot of the covers I was listening to had varied lyrics. So I don't know if other lyric sites are wrong. I didn't investigate that. 
or if people this is very close there's just a couple things missing there was like a well in front of one line and a butt in another and then a van was changed from that but that was it okay yeah i didn't ask you before what the the (laughs) verdict was but um yeah some people on youtube had slightly changed lyrics no big verbs or nouns were changed but just like some slight variations onto what i'm reading now so um yeah I mean, there's a lot more. I mean, I figured that this was an emotionally complex song, but I didn't really deep dive into it until we started recording. So yeah, and it's yeah. it's really just about being uh, over finding yourself over over any sort of a situation. You could really apply this to. I mean, I, I'm over it. Yeah, behind me now. I'm just over it. Over it. Yeah, I'm finding out. I'm just over it. No idea what's over just yet, but I won't slow. And time can let the mind forget. Oh, he's going to forget and not slow down, Danny. Oh, Damn. The word slow and the word forget are in both in this song. Wow. I just figured that out, too. Because I was about to do... The, I was pulling up my lyric search tool. Look at that. Look at wow. that. Oh, my... You know what? My lyric search tool is not going to work, unfortunately. Wow. Because, um, yeah. Oh, that's so brilliant. Now we got to figure out what other <laughs> songs have the word... Wow. So this is sort. This is another like pinnacle song of the album, but they're just kind of they're just kind of like gently tossed in there. They're like little Easter eggs. My mind is being blown right now. Did this just make it higher on your tier list, Annie? <laughs> yes. <laughs> My lyric search tool is AZ Lyrics, which I don't one hundred percent trust mm. all the time. But the problem is, it only searches the H because, and I've said this before. H, uh, AZ Lyrics is the only lyric site that is just pure, unadulterated HTML, so it will easily search things. It doesn't have all these, like, annotations that come in off of side windows and, like, all these. It's just an old-school, pure HTML website. Right. So when you search, when you do a Google Advanced search just on AZ Lyrics, it will give you pretty good results. The problem is... Every single page on AZ Lyrics has the title of every other song on the album that you're looking at the song. Mm -hmm. So forget and not slow down. So the word forget is going to come up for every forget and not slow down because it's on the AZ Lyric page, that title, for every song. Who cares? (laughs) I don't even know if I described that right. So maybe it's sorry, I'm going back to the lyrics now because I was just thinking while you were talking. Um, Well, I was blabbing. (laughs) (laughs) Um. I was just thinking about um, the third verse. Uh, I'll protect your universe or make a mess to make it worse. But time will only tell you and no one else. So I'm over it. Yeah, I'm over it. Um, well, this is the end. And if you want it, both have don't forget that yes is yes and no is no. So that's one. There you go. I have to go through and kind of manually eye these over. So maybe it's not a door closing. Maybe it is just like a door, you know, being left open a little. Like I'm over Mm -hmm. it, but I'm not really over it because, you know, that contradiction is in here that, you know, time will only tell you and no one else, you know, you know, whether he'll clean his up, clean up his act and be able to be there to guard and protect her heart. Wow. That's like a really old school bachelorette reference. Wow. Nice. I have no idea. I never watched The Bachelorette. Never seen a single episode. Um, Now, I have a question. Do you think that Forget and Not Slow Down ties back 
to the all work and no play the all work and no play demo because the song register oh which my god never made it off the demo <laughs> which we have not done this song yet it has the lyrics but if i forget to keep your word and pray i love you jesus i love your love in my life <laughs> so he there he says the word forget so do you think... I really thought... I should have known better. I really thought you were going to say he said something about forgetting and not slowing down in something. And like that was in the back of his no, mind for years. No, he says, if I forget Ugh. to keep your word and pray, I love you, Jesus. I need your love in my life. So I'm wondering, do you think he thought about dusting <sighs> off register and throwing it into forget and not slow down? Because it also had the word forget. <laughs> Yes, I'm sure he sat there and really contemplated that. Do you think he was going to put a register sound (sighs) instead of a door opening sound? Yes. Speaking of cabins, (laughs) did you know that the Air for Free cabin is just like the the cabin where where they recorded Air for Free is just on Airbnb? It's out in Tennessee and you can just, it's like on a goat farm it's a chicken farm and there are goats there because someone on twitter and i don't have them to quote right now but they were like yeah but we booked the air for free cabin is this apparently i guess it might be the same cabin you see images of sometimes in air for free promotions it's not on the cover art but it was definitely it was on the back when we saw them at at the uh, Palladium in Hollywood, yeah. there was a big picture yeah. of a cabin behind them. Yeah. I think it's that cabin. Oh. So I saw this person's tweet, and oh. I said, need more info. Right? I replied <laughs> as the podcast and said, need more info. And he said, AMA, you know, ask me anything. So I asked, like, how'd you get it? And, and while he was answering, I went on YouTube, and I'm, like, trying to figure this out. And I found that same, like, Christian sports talk channel that Hoops did an interview with. Mm-hmm where they talked about Mrs. Hippopotamuses. We played a clip from that show yeah. on Mrs. Hippopotamuses. There's a separate clip from that same episode of that show he was on where he um, talked about the cabin from Air for Free. And he's like, yeah, we just booked... Reliant K is like, yeah, we just booked this cabin on Air on Airbnb. Airbnb for free. Maybe that's where it comes from. <laughs> and um, they... Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Man, Airbnb... Should have got in with Relying K for in 2016 for the release of this album and been, been like every 200th pre 200th pre order gets Airbnb for free. I'll send you. He, he will pick you every 200 pre orders and you'll get a discount code that'll give you a free Airbnb. That would have been great. But anyway, Relying K themselves booked the cabin on airbnb and they got there and he and hoops is talking about how like oh there was like a goat jumped up on our car and we're like this is perfect uh, or something like that and he's like sorry. so this is where we're recording so you could just get it so wow. it's like i was thinking like before the podcast ends when we can travel again and we want jessica and yeah, i will be talking yeah for sure that our next because last year we did portland and this year we were going to do what i was calling our east coast tour <laughs> Where I was going to start in Massachusetts and visit my family. And then we were going to drive up and down the East Coast and just see a couple of sites. We were going to stop where we got married in New Jersey. We had this whole summer planned. And it as everyone's (laughs) did, it kind of couldn't happen. But I'm like, instead of doing that next summer, why don't we just... Why don't we do Tennessee and Kentucky? Because I've always wanted to see all the bourbon distilleries and stuff. 
and we want to see Tennessee, and we want to try to Take stalk. Take to Dollywood. To go to Dollywood yeah. and try to stalk the members of Reliant K. <laughs> so why don't we try to stay at the Airbnb? <laughs> we'll stay at the Airbnb for free. Sounds good. That's what it should be called. It should be called the Airbnb for free. Yeah. We'll have to figure it out. Let's do it. They, whoever owns, if you listen to our podcast, whoever owns this <laughs> chicken farm or whatever, you should start calling your house the Airbnb for free. But it'll be, and then people will get confused and think it's for free. And you're like, no, it's where they take where they record. I wonder if they had to edit free. those like noises out or anything. If there's are there just or goats they, or are there chickens there too? Well, I don't know. If, I don't. I think they said chicken farm, but now I'm not sure. And because I'm, we, oh my gosh, I have filmed on location at farms before that were like not supposed to necessarily be farms but be like something else and oh my gosh do you have to stop like the recording every five minutes because the chickens decide to I go I think off. they wanted that stuff though and I'm sure they just brought like f- like sound foam or whatever that stuff is called and maybe they just put it up around the instruments or something mm. um when oh I don't know if you can right now I don't know if they took it off the market because of you know COVID and stuff but I know you can stay at both of my, in the past you have been able to Airbnb both of my career's houses. It's like a secret non-secret. Um, Holly Herrera, his wife, apparently manages the Airbnb side of it. But you could stay at his Bremerton house or his Waco house and like book it. And then they like wouldn't be there or whatever. I guess they have to approve it anyway, right? Like you book an Airbnb. Yeah. And if you book for a date that they don't want you, they would say no. Right. So they, you can stay at either of their houses. And I was like, should I book <laughs> my Carrera's house in in Washington or Waco and then go there and make a bunch of memes? <laughs> <laughs> Walk around with the phone in my hand and go, I'm Mike Carrera. Look at me. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you told me about this when you first found that out a while ago. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, that could be... That could be fun. Yeah. Go to Bremerton. They basically, I I can't remember who I texted. I don't, I think I actually, like, the only time I've ever DM'd with Holly Herrera, I was like, do you want me to promote this? And she was like, no, that's okay. (laughs) Like, it's it's a known thing, but they don't want to, like, actively entice fans to go there. Yeah. They people, were, might, people might want to steal stuff or something weird right. like that. Well, they were know, promoting like, the Waco house as the the fixer upper house deliberately. Right, yeah. They were like yeah. when you went to the when you went to the Mike Herrera's Waco house, it said seen on HGTV's fixer upper. So right. they weren't hiding that. Yeah. But they weren't saying anything about MXPX on either Airbnb listing. And they I don't probably know think that HGTV up. fans are a lot less likely to wreck their Airbnb room. Maybe. Get it? Yes. Why? Wrecking hotel rooms. Oh, that's why they're afraid of the MXPX fans, because they'll wreck hotel rooms. That's what, oh man, that's what I want to do. I want to book one of my career's houses, and I want to go and I want to do a shot-for-shot remake of the Wrecking Hotel Rooms video, where they all pour out of the tour bus, and they start, like, running over the, the everything, and, like knocking everything over and the hotel lady is like this is driving me crazy and then she takes the bun out of her hair and she like lets her hair free and she takes off her glasses and she's like i'm finally cutting loose and she gets on the tour bus with them and leaves that's how the video goes it's a very very uh particular kind of video (laughs) 
like MXPX was like, let's do an old school 80s music video, but let's shoot it on like 480p. <laughs> let's shoot, not even, it's real. It's a real SD video. Do you have any other thoughts on this song that we're covering um, over, over it? it. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, so it's nice. It is, it's, another thing is like next week we're doing, um, who knows? <laughs> it's the- <laughs> you picked it already. <laughs> It's the song on Mm-hmm. It is also a slow song. So it's Some like, weird, weird energy tonight. I'm sorry. It's late. <laughs> I was working. I was back in the office today. They don't have us officially back in the office. Yeah. But here's some here's some top of the show business. I sh- oh, let it out. Let it all out is what we're doing next week. So I was like, let's kind of do like a chilled, laid back, slower song. I mean, let it all out is a bit more... Uh, Depressing. Depressing. It is depressing because there's all, there's actually like self harm imagery in that song and stuff. So it's I don't think self harm might be a little too. I was like, oh, is there? I've not paid that much attention to that song apparently. It, I just listened to it when I decide. I, I don't listen to it that much, and I self harm might be too hard a thing to say. It might be specifically about like the like the set of sort of like the Christian. I don't remember. I'd have to look at the lyrics. Well, We're not I guess talk- you're gonna We're find, find out, out next, next week. week. It's self harm's too hard, harsh a thing. Anyway, I was like, let's do a, let's do some slower songs this week. Let's slow it down. It's slow. Every it's 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 hot out. It's very still. Let's <laughs> do some some slower songs. So anyway, golden I have golden sunshine. Golden sunshine. So I have some, some weird energy tonight because the job that I thankfully still have through all of this COVID stuff, and we have all been working from home. They have had to, their their company's still there, but they had to sell their building because we were going to sell our building before all of this happened because it's way too much building for our company. And it was basically like different people ran this company when I first joined. So it was like too much building for us. Let's downsize the space. Oh, COVID happened. (laughs) Now we're stuck here because no one wants to buy our building. Oh, someone finally bought our building and they need us to be out this month. So, like, I've been going to the office and, like, jamming. (laughs) Because all of this work I've been deliberately leaving all year because no one's looking. Because it's physical-based work. Like, I do everything I can online. And I've been leaving piles of work that I can't, that I can only do in the office and only going in once a week. I was, like, no one's begging for this work to be done because it's only in the office so i'll just leave it it's like oh crap now i gotta do it all yeah in four weeks because we or two weeks because we move out in two oh, weeks she is they're not moving us out in four weeks they want us they like they want wow. the people out in two weeks so that they can like they gotta you know fix up the do buildings the for, stuff, this, yeah. for this for the buyers wow so I've got weird energy tonight because I was in the office for the first time in like months. Not ca- I go in every f- who cares. I go in every Friday, but this is the first Monday that I've been in in like half a year. I love you. So when we started, I was feeling fine, but then like sort of the tiredness just kind of like yeah. slammed me halfway through the episode. Well, lucky for you. Yay, deep dive. Deep dive is very short. We've got two TikToks. Well, TikTok is around. <laughs> maybe ticked maybe the u.s arm the u.s branch of tiktok bought our building and they were like quick 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 we need this to be a u.s company as soon as possible because yeah as we record this last friday the president is like 
I'm I'm gonna ban TikTok. Which from the beginning I was like, isn't that like at the very least that's like a. I was like, I don't know. I was like, does the president? I sh- did Legal Eagle post about it because we like that YouTube show. But I was like, I don't know. I didn't look at. But I was like, can the president? Like, that's a this is a free speech thing, right? Because that's like where people make speech and stuff. And then you see the conspiracy theories that maybe he wanted to ban TikTok just because of that uh, lady who does the dubs of his oh, of right. his bad press conferences. Just because she's hilarious. Just because you take that away, it doesn't mean she won't go to a different yeah. medium. Like right. <laughs> Like just because the just because the TikTok app makes it easy for her to dub those things in, she can find a different app. She but can do it. saying it because it, uh, that it's because of uh, the, selling info and stuff. Yeah, well, be, look at Facebook and Facebook right. is an American company. Look at just everything. Every app on your phone is selling your info. Come on, I can't your remember phone was, itself is listening and selling your info. Right, there was one of these apps, and I can't remember which one it was. But every time you would copy and paste something in it, it would send whatever you copy and pasted to their server. And because someone did like a back end, like, you know, looked at, you know, had like opened the, I don't know. I don't know. And that's why I use ExpressVPN. This episode (laughs) of Sadie Hawkins Pod is brought to you by, no, I wish it was. (laughs) So anyway, but then today as we're recording, because he was like on Saturday, I'm banning TikTok. And then it's Monday morning. And I'm like, what happened about that? And then I look and it's like. Trump says he'll ban TikTok if a U.S. company doesn't buy it by September 15th. I'm like, okay. Because, yeah, because, yeah, because Microsoft was in, like, in the middle of negotiations to buy TikTok. So stupid. Well, here we've got someone kind of acting out the the lyrics a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. She looks about as sleepy as I feel right now. <sighs> Maybe doing sign language? I can't really tell. This is ash.gun, gun with two ends. I she could be doing sign language, but it's she's only using her right tell. hand. Yeah. So that's that one. And then this is this one. I don't I don't know what's happening. <laughs> it's just a person really, really, really bundled up into her I well I'm saying her into I'm their hoodie. Into their hoodie with their glasses and then they wrote on top and I'm gonna have to wait till it starts again to read it. It goes by so quickly. Okay, here we go. Ready? Guys, my new FYP is oh It goes really fast. You can't pause these? No, I don't Oh like you can. Oh can you? Okay. How so, did you pause it? Oops, you, I tapped it. Oh, I, you know, I was holding it down. I was doing the Instagram thing. Uh, we're so oh, old. Damn, I missed it again. Okay. <laughs> How do you pause the TikTok? So this isn't about the visual. This is about the text the, on screen. It's about screen. the text on the screen. Yeah. So let's get this text on screen read. Let's get. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Oh, pause. Okay. So this is soap R. Except there's a there's a period between every letter. S O A P R. S O A P R, but there's a dot between every letter, and no dot after the letter R. That's the username. Okay. Figure out what I just said on your own if you want to find them. Guys, now my F Y P is basically people making fun of Debbie Ryan, <laughs> who's like a Netflix star or something, right? I don't really know. And I was gonna just ask now, Debbie, Debbie I Ryan saw. S- Sorry, Dan- Danny. What does FYP mean? I don't know what. 
I don't know what FYP means either. And just now, I saw someone share a DM where she asks them to delete some video that he made. Perhaps the thought that she will never see or care about any of this has gone too far, hasn't it? TikTokers, let's be more empathetic. For you, Paige. Put yourself in her shoes and think about how you would feel if you suddenly opened a social app and saw everyone making fun of you nonstop. Here we go. You have feelings and so does she. What does FYP stand for? FYP is an acronym standing for For Your Page, which refers to the page a person is shown that TikTok fills with videos you think you it's might. like your it's like no, it's like it's, it's like like your you feed hit, it's yeah it's your feed or when you hit search on instagram when they give you all right. the stuff that they think you would like it's your it's so it's your tiktok feed is called the fyp and apparently all this person sees in their feed on tiktok is videos making fun of debbie ryan and apparently debbie ryan herself saw someone's video and asked them to take it down and soap r thought that's horrible can't we all be a little nicer to celebrities? Don't assume they won't see it. Debbie Ryan, as in a former women's basketball coach who coached at the University of Virginia? I guess. <laughs> I thought Debbie first Ryan... thing that comes up on Google. Just... Okay. Debbie oh, Ryan... Oh, you've got my phone. I'm like, where's ac- my phone? Actress phone. born yeah, in there we go. 1993. Um, she, I believe she's on some Netflix show. I think I've just seen the ads... Guys, we're so hip and with it that we decide to pretend we don't know these references. I know there are younger listeners out there who are like so mad right now. They're like, these people are so old. Yeah, yeah, no, she's and okay, so she's the Netflix. She's a Disney Channel. Yeah, she's Jessie. You should know she's Jessie from the show Jessie, and she was in Sweet Life on Deck. And I remember Insatiable was a Netflix show. Apparently it's canceled already. It only I guess it only went from 2018 to 2019, but I remember seeing the uh the print ads like the billboards and the bus ads for Debbie Ryan's Oh Insatiable. no, the first the first image is is from the fappening.com or something. Oh, oh no. no, let's get out of there. Okay. <laughs> well, there we go. Hey, you're doing it on my phone. Sorry. <laughs> You trying had to, mine to look at the TikTok. Trying to get my FBI agent to uh, <laughs> to send me messages later. Yeah, so I remember... <laughs> what? What? That's a meme. Like, your FBI agent's always watching you. Oh, I see. They comment on what you're doing. So, yeah, I remember this show. She was in this oh, show called Insatiable. I remember that poster, yeah. That poster was everywhere. There's probably one outside our house. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, Horse girl. Sure, why not? Oh, the movie Horse Girl, she's yeah. in that. That stars um, Alison Brie, and it's about her being kind of crazy and thinking uh, that aliens are after her. And it's one of those movies where you don't know if she's crazy or if she's not. Uh. And there might be time travel, and any time you're like, what's going on? I haven't seen it. I just know of it. Well, that was today's deep dive. Wonderful. <laughs> what do you have for us, Danny? I had more than I kind of expected. I thought because yeah, the song is awesome. <laughs> um, let's see. Even though we just lost all of our our younger listeners, right? <laughs> well, I'm over it. 
So we have pretty much just one performance of this song, and I'm, I didn't look at Setlist FM and see what it seemed like how if they'd played it much. Um, when we finally get that Forget Not Slow Down anniversary tour, the, the, the <laughs> right. 13th or 14th anniversary <laughs> at this point, this this is the 10th. No, this is the 11th year. I'm oh, saying. that did come up. There was a Reddit that um, that came up. For, we talked about uh, it with John Schneck for that for what they thought their what they felt the the reddit for what they thought that reliant k's five-year plan should be oh no i'm sorry i'm sorry i thought you were talking about the how everyone wants to forget and not slow down album tour no i was talking about that yeah i found this reddit and i didn't save it but it was about what this person felt that the the next five years should look like for reliant k oh interesting i'd like to read that yeah no i was obviously written pre pre pandemic (laughs) right I was talking about how last year everyone was talking online right. about how they wanted a Forget Not Slow Down album tour. Right. And then when we talked to John Schneck, he talked about how he had lunch with Tyson and nothing was concrete and he was just kind of touching base with him. And he said it would be so much more Reliant K to do a 12th anniversary right. tour yeah. or an 11th anniversary <laughs> tour. But yeah. now there's no way of doing an 11th anniversary tour. And thank goodness right. they didn't book all that and have to cancel it. But now, with the way things are going, it might be a 14th anniversary yeah. tour. So, aside oh gosh, from all you that, know when I got an email about about I've gotten I've gotten like three emails from from the LA Kings from one of their people trying to sell me season tickets, mm-hmm. and I'm like, for for when? For Allegedly for next season, and I'm like, um, excuse me. <laughs> Do you have a time machine? Yeah, they're you not. Have... They're not going to be butts in the seats next season. Don't give me that. Like, <laughs> what if what if nobody's bought them, but they can only allow like five people in the stadium? Right. I mean, you that's, buy one yeah. and you get to sit right up front and be one of five people in the stadium every week. Feels far more likely. But I'm like, yeah, no, just delete. Sorry, sorry, uh, ma'am. Probably, probably not going to make that investment anytime soon. Well, one of the few times, what I could tell was probably the only time that this song was uploaded to YouTube was 10 years ago, right when the album came out and they played it in Philadelphia. I mean, they must have played this song more, but it just doesn't seem like this is a song that people have individually uploaded that much because we have two different angles of the same performance of the song. Someone in the back of the club and someone right up front. So we'll play the one in the back of the club because those always sound a little better. And this was uploaded by Ashley Noel. Ashley Noel. Ashley Noel uploaded this in on December 6, 2009, at the Theater of the Living Arts in Philadelphia. And I feel like we've seen a lot of videos recorded at the Theater of the Living Arts. But here is the band that we talk about every week, Ryan K, playing the song over it. In Philadelphia at the Theater of the Living Arts <laughs> in 2009. So pretty. 
I think someone I right by the I think someone right by the phone that was taking this went. I like this song a lot because all you hear is <laughs> yeah. you kind of don't hear the first part and they go a lot or whatever. But that was nice. That's nice that someone there, unlike last week when we watched a few videos of Marigold and the crowd's like, ah, ah, you guys. So that's nice. It's a slightly more, and yeah, like Marigold, actually Marigold's kind of a slightly more slow jam. So to, um, so we're doing, this is our slow jam trilogy, Marigold, Over It, Let It All Out, and much more respectful crowd hearing this slow jam than Marigold. I thought you meant much more respectful crowd who listens to Sadie Hawkins pod. Everyone who listens to Sadie Hawkins pod is respectful. They all wash their hands, number one. <laughs> they all wear masks. And they listen to us play more of Over It, recorded <laughs> at the Theater of the Living Arts in Philadelphia in 2000. <laughs> Jessica's giving me a look. Here you go. think of that it's good right love it i love this song so you this is a song you'd love to hear them play live absolutely well hopefully they play it live once they get out there on tour because i don't think it's been played live enough to have been on youtube enough so let's try to hear a little bit of the bridge live nice right yeah i yeah. love it it's good stuff and last thing i want to check on this video since this song has such a deliberate in the record it has such a deliberate ending that couldn't really be produced live right i don't think i want to hear how do they end the song live you figured just yeah they just let it trail yeah. off i figured that but i wasn't sure if he'd i don't know if he'd break out the sacks and start going <laughs> rah, rah, rah. <laughs> be amazing oh my gosh <laughs> i want that to happen now i didn't see any like horn players credited um on oh. uh on here but you know what you can take a look at that while we take our break right now that's right and we'll be back with covers thank you for reminding me <laughs> us
you'd like to interact with Sadie Hawkins Pod, please do. We have a voicemail line, which is 402-95-SADIE. You can also send us an email at sadiehawkinspod at gmail.com. And check out our Twitter and Instagram, which are both at sadiehawkinspod. We'd also like to take this moment to thank our patrons who have signed up at patreon.com slash sadiehawkinspod. We've got Brady, David, Tucker, This Might Be a Podcast, Owen, Jimmy Eat Pod, Roxanne, and Samantha. If you'd like to join our Patreon, we're discussing most of the K is for karaoke tracks like Justin Bieber's Baby and Cake's The Distance. We've done some random stuff like a video of us playing Animal Crossing and discussing our summertime playlists. Oh, and we're reading through the entirety of the Relying K-related book, Complex Infrastructure, known as The Female Mind. And hey, if you thought there wasn't a Reliant K book that makes a short bus joke, well sign up and learn how wrong you were. There are two $5 and $10 levels where you can get those bonus apps and extras like merch. And if you have a special someone in your life, think of giving them the gift of Sadie Hawkins Pod. (laughs) So you like Reliant K, do you? Well, what about They Might Be Giants? My name is Greg Simpson, and I host a They Might Be Giants fan podcast, and it's called This Might Be a Podcast. This Might Be a Podcast is a song-by-song podcast featuring a different guest every episode from normal fans like you and I, but also I've had guests such as John Darneal of The Mountain Goats, Justin McElroy of My Brother, My Brother and Me, Hutch Harris of The Thermals, Mike Park of Asian Man Records, Franz Nikolai of The Hold Steady, and Danny Weinkoff and Marty Beller of They Might Be Giants, and past drummers Dan Hickey and Brian Doherty. Search for Punk News, or This Might Be a Podcast on any podcast platform and you will find us. This Might Be a Podcast, brought to you by punknews.org. Well, we're back from the break, and it took all that time for me to research. And yes, there is someone who specifically was playing playing the sax on this song. All that time, he reached over and like picked it up and found the name instantly. Yeah, and then Jessica went to do whatever she does during our break, smoke or whatever. <laughs> and then she got back to the computer. <laughs> Because you're such a rude boy, you just like see sacks and your eyes immediately find it. Like, well, not only is there Barry sax, but there's other classic <laughs> Scott instruments like clarinet and bassoon in over it, and they're all played by Christy Bissell, who obviously nice. is part of the Bissell vacuum <laughs> magnates. Obviously. And I know I have covers to play, but real quick, I'm going to look up Christy Bissell, because this is not something that we usually do. But (laughs) it says Bissell Appliances at Walmart. Save on Bissell Appliances. (laughs) Um, Well, there's a Chrissy Bissell who's 40 years old who lives in Brentwood, Tennessee. That's according to MyLife.com, which is one of those background report websites. I have a feeling that 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 might just be her. And there is a Bissell Repairs Corpus Christi, Texas company. So if that's her, I mean, she's around the same age as the members of Reliant K. She's 40 years old and she lives in Tennessee. And you can pay mylife.com to... We're not going to do that. (laughs) Never. Start buying. (laughs) We should start just like 
was spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars In to background get background checks. background checks on everyone tangentially related to Reliant K we could think of. What a waste. That would be such a waste of money. Um, yeah, so there's like apparently there's a ton of wind wood or wind, not wind wood, but wind instruments. There's nice. berry sax, there's clarinet, and there's bassoon. I'm sure that you can see my socks will call us up and tell us how wrong we are and what was used where and so on and so forth and we love him for it we might not be able to see his socks but he (laughs) can hear the instruments that we don't hear that's right in the mix so um yes we have some covers and i accidentally closed that tab so here we go so here we have a female acoustic cover and all the covers are really good. All the covers this week go from, you know, pretty good to really good. Like, there's no flat-out bad covers. So we could almost talk about any of them. But this is uploaded by Treasured54. Um, however, it says it's by Anna. In the, in the description of the video, it says, Over at Reliant K Cover by Anna. Uploaded eight years ago. So she says... I decided to record this one again, despite already having it on YouTube once. The first one didn't work out particularly well. Here's another one. I don't think I found the other one, unless I did and I didn't realize it was also her. Maybe she took it down. Maybe she did. So here's her cover of Over It. Nice. Hello, hello. Um, I am going to record Over It by Reliant K. I already have a version of this up on YouTube, but um, it didn't work very well in the sound is kind of off with the picture so i just figured i'd do it again you understand i haven't got a clue been searching for a few years now You like that? Yeah. It is really good. It's really good. Um, And then we have one of many female ukulele covers. Uh, This one is probably the one I definitely would play first because she mixes in some separately recorded harmonies by herself. Some people, when they do that, they show a video of themselves like earlier or later also doing the harmony. But this time you just see um, this who's Laura, L-A-R-L-A-R-A, Laura, eight years ago, uploaded this over at Reliant K cover. It says, I just really like this song. Playing music turns a day around. Also, YouTube has fancy new filters, so humor me. So I guess in 2012, she was excited about uploading directly to YouTube, probably from a webcam and getting a filter or something like that. So here is 
Laura's ukulele cover of Over It by the band that we talk about every week <laughs> named Reliant K. Understand, I haven't got a clue. Been searching for a few years now. Don't repeat myself, then I'll change it into someone else. Well, I don't quite know who. Been searching for a few years now. Well, I'm over it. Yeah, behind me now, I'm just over it. Over it. Yeah, I'm finding out I'm just. Over it. No, I don't know what's over just yet, but I won't go slow, and time will let the mind forget. Don't tell me you don't know already. Don't tell me you let go. Those that helped you choose. They haven't Oh, I love this. Lots of talented ladies yeah, this week. With smoky voices. <laughs> I love it. All of them have slightly smoky voices. I love it. Um, I was just talking about that on our uh, our last Patreon episode where I was like, we used to get all those, um, that's those right. really soulful female vocals and, and uh, covers. And then what happened to those? They're back. Yeah. <laughs> Ask and you shall receive. So, um... It's it when you see the video, it is just such a. I mean, it's 2012, but it's such an early two. It's such an mid 2000s looking, you know, low compression video. Right. So unassuming, visually, and then when the harmonies come in, like she yeah, actually yeah. had to do some post work on this, and I'm like, oh wow, okay, good <laughs> stuff. Yeah, it's kind of unexpected for that reason. This one is here's another ukulele cover and this is uploaded by Alinea Alinea Nguyen it's A L A I N A and then the last name is Nguyen which is N G U Y E N do you think she's related to the director of Birdemic maybe <laughs> cuz that's the same last name so um here is her cover also on ukulele three years ago very recently not the most recent cover we're going to discuss though uh and this has two comments real quick this is beautiful your voice is very interesting where are you from and she says thank you very much i'm from houston texas because <laughs> she's asian so maybe they're like where are you from how do you know that she doesn't just sing with a southern accent well, let's hear it. I'm just saying, I feel like the commenter was like, where are you from? Uh, I'm from Texas, she replies. So here's this cover. I'll admit to who I am the day I come to understand. I haven't got a clue. Been searching for a few years now. Well, if I don't repeat myself, then I'll change it into 
someone else Well, I don't quite know Been searching for a few years now I'm over it Yeah, behind me now I'm just over it I'm over it Yeah, I'm finding out I'm just over it No, I don't know if it's over just yet But I won't go that's really pretty i wonder if that like airiness is just from how she's recording now or if there's like a post thing in there yeah oh there because there is a little bit of reverb yeah yeah i don't know if it yeah i can't tell if it's the room or uh yeah good question good question jessica (laughs) we'll never know neck if we ever talk to relying k we'll ask (laughs) do you think ali aliana Nguyen's cover had natural reverb or any kind of post-affected reverb and they'd be like what i'd be exactly. like thanks for coming on the podcast matt <gasps> that's the only question we're gonna ask <laughs> someone write that down and make sure if we ever have a matt on the podcast that's the only, that's how that's how we open the up that's how we open the interview here's one that's really cool this Girl, lady, it's kind of hard to tell how old or young she is. Well, no, she's got to be young because she has, like, Twilight posters on her wall. And uh, she messes up and says, this is from Birds and the B-Sides. But it's actually, you know. And then in the comments, she says, it's not Birds and the B-Sides. So, yeah, she's got, like, Twilight posters on her wall. (laughs) And this is from nine years ago. There's an Edward poster. So I think she's young. I mean, she's younger. If if she's not a teenager, she's approaching college. Oh, I don't know. You were not in the uh, New Moon screening that I was with the creepy moms who had just (laughs) dropped off their kids to school (laughs) and were then hitting up the, like, first showing of Twilight New Moon and all started ooing and eyeing when Jacob took his shirt off. And I was like, yo, I'm, like, 21, and even I am creeped out by, like, like, you ladies, like, even I'm like, whoa, that is off limits. That is underage. <laughs> Disturbing. Well, I'm going to skip where, uh, oh, I didn't say who this is. This is Rosalyn Chroma. Rosaline Chroma, possibly. It's Rose Line is one word, her first name. And then her last name is spelled K-R-O-M-A-H. Like I guess, but it's spelled, Ro- oh, yeah, Rosalyn. Is that, how you, is that how you spell Rosalyn? I don't know. It's the word rose and the word line. Is that how you pronounce Ro- is, is that pronounced yes. Rosalyn? I didn't know how you spelled Rosalyn. I had no idea. Okay. So Rosalyn Chroma. I'll skip in a little bit because she talks about the song and she accidentally says it's Bird and the B-Sides. But then in her own description, she says, A cover of my favorite Reliant K song. It's actually from Forget and Not Slow Down. My bad, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point one. So who I am The day I come to understand I haven't got a clue Been searching for a few years now And if I don't repeat myself I'll change into someone else But I don't quite know who Searching for a few years now, I'm over it. You're behind me now, I'm just over it. I'm over it, yeah, I'm finding out I'm just over it. 
No, I don't know, it's over just yet, but I won't go slow And time can let the mind forget Don't tell me you don't know. Ooh, so nice. It's so nice. And I don't, like, it's so unpretentious because I believe she's literally just sitting on her bed. Playing a keyboard. Playing a keyboard that's sitting on her bed. Like, the camera's a little too high to really tell, but that's what it looks like. Yeah, you can see her hands moving. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she's definitely playing the keyboard, but just the fact that she's just sitting on her bed playing the keyboard... It's just like so matter of fact and fun. And I had mentioned this earlier in the episode and I wasn't listening for it during the covers, but she's saying, don't tell me you don't know, right? That's not the lyric. Don't tell me you don't know already. That's what she's singing. Everyone, not just her, and I wasn't sussing this out as we were going through the covers, but a lot of people in their covers kind of add extra syllables you know extra little article words and extra little tiny words that kind of make f- sense syllabically it is you don't know don't tell me oh it is okay and then and then in the they go don't tell me you don't know already don't tell me you let go already i went too. i already went too far from that but uh yeah okay so she didn't do it just now Apologies, Rosalind, <laughs> but everyone else, including probably the first ladies that we heard singing, they just, people were just adding little random syllables to the song, other little words, you little U's and A's and thes, and I don't know. It just seems like a song that kind of, it's a song that breathes lyrically, and you can add little extra things that don't change the context of the song overall, but yeah. Um, let's see what else we have. Let's, well, maybe we've heard enough from the ladies because we can go, we've got a couple guys, but oh, before that, this is always, this is, how does this, this keeps happening, but once, once in a blue moon, we get an all female live band playing the song but whenever that happens the video just happens to be shot really badly i don't know what it is why like the trickster god loki just (laughs) not the one from marvel but the real one (laughs) if you are a girl band and you're gonna record a relying and you're gonna perform a relying k song for like a talent show or something your dad or your boyfriend in the audience is gonna have like some sort of smudge on his lens or isn't in front and ends up recording the television that's recording you. Because only men can use cameras. Well, if they've done it so badly, it must be a man. True. If it was a woman who was taping them, it would have been filmed right. You're right. But here we have, uploaded seven years ago by Haley Lewis, Tori and I perform Reliant K's over it at our chorus's spring concert. So this is like... Some school or church or some sort of social, you know, establishment in they're doing some sort of like talent thing. It's like, a, what did she call it? She called it their choir's spring concert. So it's a church thing. And it's shot. There's a it's it sounds great. Well, so a choir can can also be a school thing. That's true. That is absolutely true. Um, so this sounds great. So the podcast listeners aren't going to mind, but Jessica's going to see this image and be like, <laughs> do I need glasses? Watch this. 
but it's so unfocused now i guess hypothetically any member of that band could actually be a guy (laughs) i don't know why i just assumed they're all ladies (laughs) because it's way too blurry to completely blurry man the thing is is that everybody's like this is so great because i have a camera in my pocket now all the time (laughs) if you have kids and you want good school performances you gotta get a proper video camera because no matter what, they just it's just not the same but megapixel. Zoomed out and zoomed like, in, because whoever they zoom in and it's just as blurry. I mean, have you ever though been like in the back of a show or something and you're so far back that, you know, even even zoomed in, no matter how far you zoom in, it's still blurry. Some phones aren't actually zooming in. They're just cropping the image yeah. to your screen to make you think you're zoomed in. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, they like have no faces. <laughs> they literally have no face detail. You can't see a nose, an eyeball, anything. I mean, maybe this person could have tapped to focus, maybe, but yeah. But this is very pretty, and I like how they kind of turned it into a duet. <laughs> so let's listen to a little bit more of this. Oh my gosh, I forgot. I'm so glad I went forward. And you, I think I was holding the camera, the phone away from you when you when they did that. But when they go into the bridge, they do a little, they do a little choreography. It's not really a dance, but they just like they know at that moment because one's on stage left and one's on stage right. Step, 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 and they like cross each other's paths. Yeah, then they back up and um, go. To, they change sides of the stage. Yeah, they kind of do. Cute. They kind of do a jaunty little like jaw, like a little step across the stage at the right moment. It's cute. It's very cute. Um, and then oh, you have so many notes. <laughs> there's not that many so more. So many links. Don't worry, I'm saving the best for last. Oh boy. Uh, fan fan videos. Fan music videos? There's no fan music videos. Oh, this guy did a did a male ukulele cover, but it opens like this. Oh my gosh. He'll explain what he's doing. I thought it was a Snuggie. Glad to know I was correct, and it's not as creepy. I'm making a, yet another cover with Melanie. Um... I decided to pick a song that's... <laughs> so he's he's on grandma's couch yep. and he's wearing a Snuggie. I hope he's wearing something underneath it because he's definitely not wearing a shirt underneath it. <laughs> and I can't remember what joke he makes. A really... Yeah, grandma's flowery couch there. Wow. Uh, no lights on either. Yeah, very few lights. 
Probably one light, but not enough for the camera. Like in the kitchen or something. And then it's he's going to say this. And I wanted it to be a Reliant K song after about an hour and a half of looking through tabs and all that other junk. I finally decided to get over it and choose over it. <laughs> oh, man. You just got to love those corny jokes. Do you? <laughs> Do you got to love those corny jokes? I get what it just <laughs> Jessica just hid behind her shirt a little bit. I get it. Everyone wants to enjoy It's funny. It's I mean, funny. It's, it's, it's funny and how not funny it is. Thing. Everybody does this when they're a kid. It's just kids now can upload it to the internet. Whereas <laughs> ours stay locked away on tiny cassette tapes where no one can ever find <laughs> them. and far from the internet. <laughs> so this is by HMT Official. Upload in 2011, and let's just hear a little bit of him. This is the male ukulele cover I have this week. You and no one else, so I'm over it. Yeah, behind me now, I'm just over it. Over it, yeah, I'm finding out, I'm just over it. Well, I don't know what's over just yet, but I won't go slow. It's time to let the mind Oh, M- Melanie is the name of the ukulele. Oh, now I get it. Oh, okay. Is that what it's in the comments? You were looking at the description? I was. Re- well, he said uh, Melanie and I are going to do another cover or whatever. And I was like, so oh, said- <laughs> I was thought a girl was going to come out. And they never did. So then I was reading his the description box. So he's a perfectly serviceable ukulele dude. But he just doesn't compare <laughs> yeah. to those other three yeah. amazing ladies that yeah. we played before. But you were talking about <laughs> being played in the dark. I have one other male cover, and this one's on guitar. And uh, his lighting setup doesn't compare oh, nearly. Wow. <laughs> Literally, he's a shadow yeah. in front of three lit-up windows. I'll admit to who I am The day I come to understand I haven't got a clue Been searching for a few So this is and this really one, pretty. Yeah, and this one's uploaded by Adam Goff. Oh, two months ago. Don't we know Adam Goff? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I just, well, wait a second. The only bad things I said was about his cinematography. I didn't say anything <laughs> about his song. Yeah, the song's great. You're right. Yeah, Adam Goff's definitely someone we, who we talked to on Twitter. Okay. Really nice. Yeah. So this is very nice. Keep going. Yeah, I'll, I'll skip forward a little bit more because we keep hearing the first, like we do with all covers, we always hear the first part. So let's hear towards the middle. I'm going to go to. Uh, I'm going to 148. No, 
Do you know what that reminds me of? What? I'm just trying to be a better version of me for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When you break it down this way, I definitely yeah. hear that. I'm just trying to be a better version of me for you. Whoa. Up and up. <laughs> it took me a minute. I had to kind of like, I had to kind of like, like a detective. I had to work my way through the I don't the even song. know if I got the lyrics completely no, right. No, I think but... you got the lyrics right. So yeah, I guess there's something similar to Up and Up along with this song that we're talking about this week. Up and over it. Up and up and over it. Exactly. I should have done a rave DJ thing for Up and Up and Over It. <laughs> so that's Adam Goff. So that's great. So nice. just uploaded uh, two months ago. Wow. 25 minutes late. Still quarantine day 36. Uh, it's fine. Mistakes happen. I'm over it. Um... And it says, Kristen Bird left a comment that says, Siri, text my grandson. Why is he in the dark, grandson? I can't see anything. <laughs> nice. So that's great. Good stuff. And I like, you know, one thing that he did that you definitely don't hear a lot of covers. Most guitar, most acoustic guitar covers. Hmm. Wait, most acoustic covers. Oh, this again. Not most, if it's acoustic guitar cover. Then yes. it's a play along. Right. But most acoustic covers <laughs> either do strumming or picking, but very few of them go back and forth. He was doing some strumming into some, like, finger picking into some strumming. So that's cool. I like that. Nice. <laughs> that's a music thing I sort of know. Uh, and then, oh, and earlier I said that's, you know, that we had some, uh, we had a recent cover. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that one was recent. Oh, okay. This is the recent cover, and oh. this is what we'll end on. Okay. This is also released during quarantine, and this is uploaded by Andre Vinco, Vinco, four weeks ago. And it's still, so it's still the most recent one. Um, man, because, so we have two quarantine covers of Over It. And I just kind of realized Adam Goff's was two months ago, and this one's a month ago. Right. And I'm like, man, this has been going for. You a need while. to record one today. Yeah, someone needs. To, oh, yeah, there's one. There's been one every month. Yeah, someone out there's got to get one recorded asap. So this is uploaded by Andre Vinco. As I said, I already said that, and I don't know this what language this is. I think they might be from. I think they might be Italian. Maybe they're Italian or they're Spanish. I can't tell because the description is in this language what do you what language do you think that is i can't tell from like the articles and stuff so it seems to me like a sort of that sort of language <laughs> they could be spanish european like language is not my forte yeah i can't tell so but here is <laughs> I'm this sorry that's fine so here is this cover i'll admit to who i am the day i've come to understand i haven't got a clue be searching for a few years now If I don't 
repeat myself for not changing someone else. I don't quite Searching for a few years now I'm over Yeah, behind me now I'm just over it Over it, yeah, I'm finding out I'm just over it Nice, we've got some like, we've got, some, we've got visuals going on with yeah, this the visuals, and It's like a picture in a picture kind of deal The visuals are very unique and cool but I just love. I thought that it's the it's the only full band version that I found, yeah. and it sounds really cool. It almost sounds like something from Twin Peaks. <laughs> That's why I thought you might like it. Did it? I think it does. Right? A little. Like I you guess. could imagine this playing at the Double R. No, that's the diner <laughs> the, at the Bang the Bang, Bang, Club. Bang Club, right? Yeah, sure. Like, ladies and gentlemen, Andre Vinco, <laughs> very still, very sunny. The visuals are really cool because it's like this sort of like very Reliant K sort of scenic widescreen shot of some nature. There's also some like electrical cables on a wire, some electrical wires like in the background. It's not 100 percent nature. But then suddenly in the middle of the frame, in like the middle fifth of the frame, is an up and down like a phone aspect ratio that pops on top of that. And then you see him kind of walking around wearing a mask and all this stuff while this sort of scenic background stays still behind the phone aspect ratio in the front. So let's just hear how he does the last half of the song. It's not that still. The wind's blowing in the trees. In well, the, I don't mean it's not a still image. image in the background, but it's a, it's a static video shot in the background. But I'm saying it's, it's not still, Mr. Lynch. It's... <sighs> It's clearly windy. I still want to know what does David Lynch mean in his weather reports when he says very still. I I only am guessing he means the wind. So I'm waiting for a really blustery windy day in LA yeah. to know if he find what if we get a blustery windy day in Los Angeles and, it's still, still. and he says it's still. I'm like, "No, what does still mean? It's not what I thought." <laughs> So I just want to hear, since this is the only full band version we have, I want to hear how he kind of fades out if he does anything remotely similar to the saxophone or the door close or the door opening and closing. Wow, they just went for it. Yeah, he went for it. That's awesome. That's great. And it's I and I yeah, we talked about the outro of the song with the saxophone and the door opening sound, but I we didn't talk about the dreamy quality of the vocals sort of going off into the background and also how that kind of conjures up to mind Savannah. Savannah yeah. or the intro to Savannah um not baby, but Oasis. Oasis. So that's kind of like a like a repeating thing, yeah. a, a repeating theme. musical theme to have that. Like I wonder because I had very specific 
interpretations of Oasis. Right. That it's about him falling asleep in the cabin and starting to dream about a vacation in Savannah with her there or with her not there, depending on kind of how a dream flows or a daydream as he's thinking about his days in Savannah with her. So I wonder if there's a, if that theory I had about Oasis holds any water, I wonder if there's a similar vibe I could put into this fading off if it's some sort of like dream thing. Mm -hmm. And maybe that door has something to do with it in my now developing theory in the very last seconds of the episode. (laughs) Oh, by the way, I didn't realize this before. Um, We didn't talk about this in our Candlelight episode, but uh, Candlelight is credited as written by both Tyson and Hoops. I think we mentioned that. Did we mention that? I think so. I think so. I don't remember. That was like a year ago. (laughs) (laughs) But it's always worth mentioning again. Yeah. Good job, Hoops. (laughs) Hoops, you did it again. I'm and that sorry. is hoops. I did it's it. It's been a long 2020. <laughs> <laughs> and that's over it by Reliant K. So please go out there. Don't be over getting new Sadie Hawkins pod merch. 